0: Hello and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate the Swifty.
1: I'm not so swift, the Sammy. <laughs> Is that better? I
0: like that one. Not so swift, the Sammy? I like that. The Sammy?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Put that on your shirt for the next dance party.
2: The Sammy. All bread, no filler. Oh. I've got a new shirt for the next party, I think.
0: For those of you who don't know this yet, we are hosting our second Taylor Swift dance party at our friends with our friends, at Portsmouth Feed.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fairly quick after this release is the 11th.
0: Yeah, it's July 11th, a mm-hmm. Monday night. Mm-hmm. No balloon drop this time.
1: I'm still concerned about the balloon arch because that, I feel like that's going to be a lot of work for me. But okay, so we have the next one. What's your t-shirt going to be? Oh, Is it a surprise? I, I would like it to be a surprise. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of t-shirts, uh, Jessie would like me to ask you for the shirt back. <laughs> if if Just because if I'm not wearing it, she'd like it back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's sitting in a bag on my doorknob. I'll bring it in.
1: I have a bag of, when I did the Agunquit, uh, Museum of American Iron mm-hmm. and Agunquit, I have a bag of clothing still there that I'm like, Oh, that's right. I have to bring this back to the bu- bu- the boutique. And also, I have a check in there. Like, I just have bags of things in my apartment that I still haven't gotten time to take care of.
0: What a great project for your next day off.
1: <sighs> when do I ever get days off? Mondays. <laughs> Mondays are work day. You know this. We're doing the work. This we're doing work. We're doing one of the Lord's work. Is it the Greek Lord? Is it the Norse god <laughs> of trickery, Loki? I don't know. But it is a Lord's labor. That's for certain.
0: Our Lord and Savior, Dr. Taylor Allison Swift.
1: And there it
0: is. (laughs) So if you are in the area and you would like to join us for a dance party and see what shirt Jason's wearing, what Sam dresses up as, join us. Yeah. 8 o'clock, July 11th, Portsmouth Feed
1: Company. It's a lot of dancing. A lot of dancing. uh, Last month, there was a lot of what's popping, which were balloons.
0: Which is why we're doing an arch, not a drop, Mm -hmm. and a couple other surprises. Yes. That I think you're going to... Question:
1: The Shake It Off was a delicious beverage and I strongly recommend it if we do it again.
0: It will be back on the menu. It's a signature cocktail. A
1: signature cocktail, uh, which was uh, doubly named at street something entirely different. <laughs> Sam made me make this. Sam made me blank
2: make this. I need it- to find my cardigan.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, so I left you hanging last week.
1: Um, I'm well, I drove you back. I don't.
0: Well, yeah, we did our usual Monday street with the friends yeah. and.
1: Parker was feeling better. Oh, poor, Par- poor Parker. Poor Oh, Parker. Oh, Parker.
0: Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you bring I your card again. I'm going to bring my Parker.
0: <laughs> Parker and his balloon popping might not be invited. Yeah. Um, uh, no, Parker, you're always invited. We started to talk a little bit about the lost culturist, uh, taylor taylor and then i was like ah okay we had such a good conversation we're at our time limit we'll get to that next week and then i refused to talk to you about it for a week and you were super frustrated with me
1: uh you refused to talk to me about it on the ride home i immediately forgot about it by the time we hit street i hadn't brought it up in days so yes i remember taylor yeah i mean the, you said like a whole bunch of words before that that did not register in my brain i'm waiting for the coffee to kick in what, what's going on the the what 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 <laughs> taylor, taylor. <laughs> what
0: where why
1: Bah-wah. What? What? So,
0: um, Saturday Night Live writer Matt or, uh, Bowen Young mm-hmm. has a podcast called The Lost Culturist, which is a pop culture podcast. Podcast with his co-host Matt Rogers, and they've got a theory about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. There are two Taylors. There's Taylor Swift, you know, the Taylor Swift likes cats, bakes cookies. Wholesome fun, gets her heart broken, has therapy sessions through her songwriting. Taylor.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And there's Taylor. She's sassy. You first start to see her with a sassy Sam song, mean. And this is where she's kind of like, what? You think that's me? Okay. It's like new romantics. I built a castle out of all the bricks you threw at me. Or, you know, I'm just going to shake it off because haters are going to hate. I go on too many dates. All of those things, all those sassy one-liners where she's like, whatever, I don't care what you think of me. That's Taylor. The old Taylor's dead. She can't come to the phone right now. All of that. That's Taylor. So you either get Taylor, who is like sweet and wholesome and baking you cookies, or Taylor, who's uh, sipping wine in the bathtub. Two Taylor
1: Swifts. So, I, all I can think of in my mind right now is that I need to now pen the script and get her in place to fund it and act in it. And I'm doing this whole Jekyll and Hyde where it's Dr. Taylor, Thir- Taylor Allison Swift and maybe we'll call her Mr. or Miss or whatever, Taylor Jekyll and Hyde. And it will be a dumb movie. Whoa. It will make so much money. It will be fun, but it's just going to be the premise is just that. And then fill in the blanks from there. Probably some cameos. Probably not. It will be interesting. There will be as dark as you can get in like a 90s Disney movie without it being like PG-13. It'll be okay. fun.
2: It sounds it, like Sharknado.
1: It's going to be Sharknado. Okay. For for the new generation.
0: Well, there's more. This is just the. We're we're just at the baseline of the Taylor. Why this is important to okay, us right okay. now? Okay.
1: Uh, okay. Oh, there's more. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm just needing you to catch up. Take okay. a big swig of that coffee. <laughs> oh,
1: God. I think that was a slurp. This what do you ask me to take? <laughs> slug. Slug. <laughs> sorry, I'll go slower this time and leave a salty trail.
0: Ew.
1: Tell me about the law.
0: Thank you. So this podcast, which. Their podcast episodes are like an hour and 47 minutes, Jason. Uh,
2: wh- whose podcast are we talking about?
0: <laughs> the Culturist. Okay. Lost Culturist.
2: And, and they're having a dialogue about Taylor Swift?
0: Oh, this was one episode. So they were talking about it. They This is relevant. This is relevant to this episode for several reasons. So this all came out when Folklore was released, surprise released. They did a podcast on it. And this is where they started talking about their Taylor, Taylor dichotomy or the two Taylors.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, they did an award show where they two of the categories were very Taylor specific to the point where only Taylor could win. Best Taylor Swift and Best Taylor Swift. So obviously Taylor wins both of those awards. And she pre-recorded a video thanking them for it. Behind her was a little sign for the 1989 secret sessions. So, hello, Easter egg. And then she's like, let me just pull some cookies out of the oven. I've been working on them for so long. I think you'll really enjoy them. And she pops up with a glass of wine. Pulls a glass of wine right out. Which is funny because when she performed on Saturday Night Live for Red, she baked cookies and brought them in for the writing staff and the cast.
2: Crew. wasn't she also wearing some kind of like blue vest that had something she to was
0: do with- which is the color of 1989 but the blue vest, she's in the vest phase and like we're not getting too excited about the blue vest because the 1989 secret session behind it was like a the lever sign in the me music video and that's where we're all kind of focused on because is there going to be a secret sessions again mm-hmm. and then we could also talk about when she was in Tribeca with her red shoes but that doesn't relate to the podcast, but that's also another thing that signifies that the red era is over.
1: Um, You know, when I explained Marvel versus DC to you, yes, that's where I am right now. I'm you in that conversation. Oh, okay. Just so you know, I am, I am, I'm paying attention. I'm long for the ride, but I'm also like slightly traumatized. I'm like, there's a light bulb over there. <laughs> Let's stare at that for a little bit. I, i I wish this was more interesting to me. <laughs> I, I'm glad that it's awesome for you. Like the only thing I thought of was like, she's in the vest era, which is the sleeves are being cut off the cardigan. Um, that's like, that's all I have. I'm trying. There's no wrinkle in this koala today. I'm sorry. It's, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. Bowen Yang, you had me SNL, uh, you know, He's been on it for three years now. He's doing great.
0: Yeah, they became friends when she was on SNL. Had an after party at her apartment. They're buds.
1: <laughs> Good for him. He's got Fire Island coming out this week, if it hasn't already come out. I think it's out. <sighs> oh, yeah, that movie's out. Um. Yeah. You know, I think I might have been more interested now in the Taylor Swift Taylor. <laughs> swift <laughs> dr jekyll mr hyde movie that i was giving myself I'm like because now that i think about like this is this is sharknado this is so okay it is such it's gonna be its own thing it'll be like a redemption from cats it'll be the tailor for a new era
0: you don't think that bowen would get her the this? oscar you don't think bowen's already on i i think I his think, concept
1: i think if he's uh if he's interested, if he hears this, I'm on board. I think I have the same vision as you, Taylor Taylor. Are you a Taylor or a
0: Taylor?
1: I'm gonna get um, I'm gonna reunite uh, Paul Simon and Arghamungal, and they're gonna sing Taylor Taylor, and it's gonna be great. Am I more of a Taylor than a Taylor? I'm a Taylor, but also I'm not. I'm a I'm a Samu than a Samuel.
2: Am I a Sam or a Sam? Anyway. Yeah. What uh, What song are we doing this week?
1: Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to stay focused, guys. I'm in it to win it, but this is where I am today. The, I don't have iced tea in front of me. I got some coffee.
2: Got a yeah, good remind old
0: me not to let you do that again. Big
2: old gallon of Wh- coffee.
0: Why are you? All, no, we don't need to. Really, don't, no, You're way ahead of yourself with I'm that ice right there. <laughs> He's just, had
2: too much coffee. Yeah. What did you guys do this morning?
0: We were late because we had to get coffee. Yeah,
2: obviously.
1: Okay. What? I'm fine. I don't know what it is about summer and Mondays, but everyone decides now at uh, 9.30 in the morning is when we get coffee. All fall, all winter, all spring, no one's there. We are professional. We'd walk into the car with the coffee already. On occasion, we'd have to get coffee. Today, last week, everyone's like, coffee, please. Is there there something going on with the coffee? Are we running out of coffee?
0: Okay. So this week-
1: we're doing the one. Yeah. Which is the the first, first song. song off folklore. Okay. Yeah. Oh.
0: We're gonna hit pause. We're gonna listen to the song. Sam's gonna reel it in.
1: I'll try. I'll do my meditations and breathing. We'll see what happens.
0: And we'll be back. Well, Sam.
1: Well, 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 Kate.
0: <laughs> Last week, picture to burn. This week, the one.
1: Yes, uh, uh, not O-N-E, the numerical one. Yeah, correct? Yeah. Because when I try to look at the lyrics again, they're like, you mean the one? Yeah. Like, yeah, Google, I got gotcha. you.
0: Thanks, Google. <sighs> so this is the first song on the album, mm-hmm. and that was the first line.
1: I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit. I don't think we can say shit. I'm doing good. I'm on some new-ish. There you go. (laughs) (sighs) It's very new. Very different than the last song.
0: I mean, yeah. It's not a fan favorite. Really? Yeah.
1: Why? What is...
0: I like... uh, This is what I like the song quite a bit. It's
1: one of the most uh, reflective, introspective, and uh, philosophical songs I've ever heard that she's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely deeper than not thrown under the bus. It's deeper than let's say the blueprint, which was um, picture to burn, or like a couple of the other relationship songs that she's done. Mm-hmm. It's deeper than mean. Yeah, it's 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 beyond mature because it's ju- it's not just looking at like it's not pining over uh, a relationship that's dead and gone. It is saying, you know, when I was wishing for you, it would have like when I was wishing for the perfect relationship, it was you. Being beyond that relationship and doing this, it probably wasn't that relationship. But at that moment in time, it was you. It yeah. would have been fun. I wonder what it felt like, but you know what, I'll dig this up another time. It, it's so it's it's layered. This it's, is this is a well, Sam. Moment of the, this is a deep well, and Lassie's not getting this Timmy anytime soon. Like this is, oh
0: okay, this
1: is it's it's deep. Uh, y'all don't like this. I know. I, I the first know. time I heard this song was uh there the disc changer was six. There was a lot of tape albums that were putting that, and I heard this, and I was like, yeah, this is good. The windows were down, the breeze was blowing in. It was some. It was uh. Sunny, it was warm enough that you you wanted to have that little bit of chill. It was. This is a good song. Yeah, and y'all don't like
0: this. I know. Who hurt you? I. And know. they should
1: do it again because you need to feel the pain in order to get this song. Apparently,
0: but it's also wistful. Uh,
1: like
0: I thought I saw you at the bus stop. It wasn't that. Like.
2: This is what I talked about last week when, you know, we listened to that country song that really sounded more like a dixie chick song mm-hmm. where she was emulating her heroes and now we're fast forwarding to a whole different you know, time range with her and she's starting to sound like this is taylor swift she's not copying anybody she's being unique
1: yeah this- i don't
2: think this sounds like anybody else when I heard the earlier sound, you know, you could definitely oh, that's that's contemporary country. It sounds like this person sounds like that person. This doesn't sound like anybody but herself. Yeah, this is and this is how you grow out of that phase into something unique in your own.
0: Well, and you have to remember, this album was a complete shock. She came on social media on a Thursday and said, "Oh, by the way, I have a folk album coming out tomorrow, midnight
1: during the pandemic."
0: This is well, I mean. Tw-
1: was this during the pandemic?
0: Things were op- We were open up again. She recorded during the pandemic, but mm-hmm. I think this was December.
1: It's post-traumatic Swift Taylor.
0: Yeah. But this is a very big departure for her. She was not writing really about herself. She's writing about other stories, other people. She's writing with her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn. It's just, it's a very different, she's working with The National and Aaron Dressner and Bon Iver and all of that. It's all very folksy with little... Like you see, the country roots a little bit, but you know there's a lot of different parts and aspects to this. And this song, I think, just really kind of she's doing good. She's in a new place. She's here. Well, she's saying yes instead of no.
1: So it's such it. There are so many, let's say, weighted compliments in this song. Yeah, because I'm doing good. I'm on some new things. Yeah. You know, I go to Sunday matinees. I'm taking walks in the morning. Yeah, it's changed. It's, it's it's not, you know, pop and rose flowing with your chosen family. But like let's say, let's say the the counterpart of this song. Um, you know, I dream that you're doing some cool things, having adventures on your own.
0: I was just reading this.
1: You meet some woman on the internet and take her home. It's like, dude, I like I, I can see Jason, you know, like I feel like you're you're back in Boston and you're doing your gallery and like you're winning that Pokemon card tournament. It's like, wait, what? Like it's it's something that's like, oh you know, you would do that, you would do that. Wait, I don't get though. You're like, I see you doing something cool, and then this is totally you, but like it's such a like there's that venom in the smile on that one right yeah. there. It, it's it's a two prong attack. You're doing good, you're having your adventures, and you probably just met a stranger on your phone. It's like there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Have fun. It's like wh- <laughs> What? There's nothing wrong with Pokémon tournaments. I know. Have fun. What? I don't it just seems like from her perspective it's like you're doing this and that's fine, but I'm going to enjoy my my lattes and bake some cookies and it's a bottle of wine instead. I, I just it, it feels like it's such a dig. There's so many layered digs in this song.
2: I know. I love it. Kate, why Why are the other Swift fans not digging this track? Do you know why?
0: I'm not sure. I think maybe, because the TikTokers don't love it. The Redditors don't love it. It's consistently on the least liked list of Taylor songs, which blows my mind because I love this song. And I feel like it just really kind of captures that moment where you broke up and you're past the pain and the heartbreak, but you're still like, yeah, I I hope you're great. Like, I hope you've met a woman on the internet, but just remember the greatest loves of all time are over now. Like, it's just a little bit of, yeah, I you know I wish you well.
1: So <sighs> let's say every relationship, every closed door relationship mm-hmm. is the Pandora's box. Yeah. You are aware of the box. The box mm-hmm. has existed. You have the box now, which is the end relationship. It's done. I persist and I resist the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different, would everything be different now? That is the, the you're looking at the box, you're like, maybe if I just open up the box, I'll get some closure. No, you're reopening the box.
0: Yeah. Well, and also like, is it more painful to find out if you had done one thing different that you wouldn't be like, that it wouldn't be over, that this could have been great. Like, you would have been in this great relationship, the one that you would wished for. Yeah.
1: And is it more damaging to go back and find out?
0: That it was your fault, that you're not where you wanted to be. Well,
1: so that so this is the weird, again, the yeah. weighted punches. She's punched at herself, too. Yeah. In my defense, I have none.
0: For never leaving well enough
1: alone. Yeah. And it's the idea of, you know, if she she's saying... I might be the reason this relationship failed.
0: I think she's saying she is the reason this relationship and failed. And then also
1: saying it was probably a failed relationship anyway. Or it wasn't necessarily gonna be you know, you're 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 roaring twenties, throwing pennies in the well. You're making those wishes, mm-hmm. you're like you're in that moment, it's fun, it's it's maybe a little bit edgy or dangerous, but it's it's nice and it's romantic and it's combustible.
0: Well, I mean, I think not to go back to the summer I turned pretty <laughs>
1: God, I still haven't watched that show. Loved it. Not- You're gonna hate
0: it. It is so not you.
1: Probably because I, I, I maybe I'm feeling all hyped up because of it. I've just finished watching Barry, which oh, that was that was a uh, yeah, a mental I, I and existential not, crisis all of its own. I oh know. my god. Well,
0: anyway, let me go back to my point because uh, you'll get me distracted and okay. I will veer off track. Let's talk
1: Bill Hader. No,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Haters gonna hate. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so I was watching The Summer I Turned Pretty mm-hmm. and the daughter turns to her mother and she's like, you know, there weren't any sparks. Are there fireworks? Did you feel feel fireworks with dad? Have you ever felt them before? And the mother's like, I did once, but it wasn't sustainable. Like it was going to go up in flames. And I feel like this song is the aftermath of the flames. Like you're in this relationship. It's exactly what you wished for. It's all of those fireworks and things and it didn't work and it you know you kept trying to make it something it wasn't or you kept trying to do more and now you're on the other side of that there's scorched earth but there's some growth coming back up and you're like i burned it down but mm-hmm. it's nice to think about what used to be but i don't want i'm still a little bitter
1: mm-hmm. it's it's such a this so uh, a couple weeks ago Oh my God! Yes, Ben. Uh, you had told me that "New Romantics" was the more mature version of "Shake It Off."
0: Yes, the grown-up version.
1: This is the more grown-up version of both of those, of either of it. Because it, it's—I oh,
0: don't think so.
1: I—I I think that "New Romantics" was you're embracing that. Yep, sometimes it sparks and sometimes it's not. Some like this is the path we're going to accept. And this is the, th- this is her um, no country for old men moment. Um, this is her, uh, uh, sugar, uh if the path brought you to this moment, what good was the path? It's the idea of like, no matter what, no matter what you chose to go down that line, it got you here. You can't blame the path. Right. Cuz it's it's just it's it's already you're already here.
0: Well, I hear where you're coming from. And I kind of I I see it, but I think you're missing the Shake It Off and the New Romantics is about moving forward like mm-hmm. but not this is you're still in in the one you're still there. Like if wishes came true, it would have been you. Mm-hmm. Like, new romantic shake it off. They are moved on. They are put back together. They are ready to go. It's healed. Put back together. You know, you don't get to judge how you broke me. A little Meredith Gray. Mm-hmm. This one is, I think, the other path of like, look, I'm down this path. I am very clearly not put back together. Mm-hmm. I wish you well, but not really. Um this could have been my fault but you still had like there's never going to be another great love they're over now like Ooh. I think it really I I think this is the other route you take you can shake it off and move forward and just keep dancing so you don't get knocked off your feet or you can be like greatest loves
2: so uh,
1: so yeah I I I get that but I feel like it's I feel like it's the same path for both I feel like shake it off is the you know Relationship ended. You have your little cut. You're going to put a band aid on it. Everything's going to be good. Everything's fine. New Romantics is more like the Rambo putting gunpowder in it and lighting it on fire. You're like, we're doing this now. We're getting through this. It's it's like emergency triage and just like embracing that.
0: But they're both about getting through.
1: I think this, this is, is looking stuck back in the, the moment. Sp- I think this is looking back at that scar and being like, yep, no matter what, I'm always going to have that scar. I wonder what it would be like without that scar. I wonder what would happen if things have been different. But.
0: I mean, maybe it's the companion piece. I don't necessarily think it's, I I don't know. I
1: think it's just like the further progression.
0: See, and I think like, Shake It Off, again, like two paths. This is, like you can take like, Shake It Off and New Romantics or I No Longer Want to. You know what the song I think that we're missing in here? Because I think it goes from Shake It Off and New Romantics, I Forgot You Existed, and then the one. Mm. So I feel like that's. See, Maybe I feel a, like that's a the, com- the
1: companion piece of, like, that's in the parallel. Yeah, I forgot that you existed. No,
0: because I feel like New Romantics, I forgot you existed. Like, too busy dancing to get knocked off my feet. Who are you again? Haters gonna hate. I'm just gonna shake.
1: Mm. mm.
0: Like, I feel like that's the, the next one. This one is, like, a kind of a bigger... We talked about last week the blueprint of, like, the country and her... Mm-hmm. Songwriting. I think this is now where we're at, where it's like, you know, I thought this, I thought you were the one I was settled. I was ready. Like I had a plan. We were on this path. We were moving forward. We had our chosen family. We had put together this life mm. and now it's gone. Is it my fault because I put too much expectations on it and you just want to like be out there living your life, you know, I think the greatest it, movies are never made. The greatest loves are over now, like all of these things that could be great can't be great anymore because we're not what we should be.
1: I think uh it's easier to say that this is the other side of the coin. This is the path not taken. If we're just comparing it to I forgot that you existed.
0: well, no, we haven't done I forgot you existed yet, so we can't. I mean, should we do that next week to just like round out our arc
1: okay let's if if we <laughs> Do I forgot that you existed next week? Can I pivot hard in this next question? It's, it's not even that hard pivot. Like,
0: I don't know if I want to answer. Okay. Say
1: yes to that. So we had ta- a while ago. We had talked about like the the last song on each of her songs is like the her albums. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the last last song of each of her songs. Last song of each of her albums is like get ready for the next one, right? I-
0: ish. Yes, we've talked. Yes. Okay. Ish.
1: So this is the introduction to Cottagecore, right? Yes sparse instrumentals like thin it's just a couple notes in the piano Mm a little bit of body percussion essentially Mm a little bit of her backing herself up and then um what's his face he did he did like a minor like whisper vocal to it
0: i don't think so the producer dude we'll listen to it again but i don't okay anyway
1: um so this is again you were saying like this is her starting to like do songs that aren't, aren't as personal. She's doing narratives that don't necessarily yes. exist and things like that. Yeah, I feel like this is probably, a, a in a way, a personal one, but also we don't know. It could be the unreliable narrator. But with this progression of, like, we've, last week we were doing very much country uh-huh. by the numbers country. Now she's not painting by the numbers like right. she was in this relationship. Do you feel like this trajectory, we, we've we got two cottagecore albums. Uh-huh. Is she going to go even more, like, is, is she staying on this track, or is it going to be a hard pivot again after these, the re-releases are the huge focus?
0: Well, I don't think we can answer that. I don't know because of the re-releases, because she's been back, in, like, where you get your inspiration from, who knows where this is going to, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that the new song "Carolina" that's coming out with the movie where the crawdads sing. Mm-hmm. She worked with Aaron Dresner and Bonaventure and all of them on this, and it was, you know, it's very haunting and very cottage core. They only used instruments that were part of music at that time. The production value was very much made, so it was in 1950. She did it in one take. She actually did the song, wrote the song, produced the song, and sent. The song to Reese Witherspoon and the director and the producer and was like, I would really like this to be included in your movie if that's okay, please. (laughs) And the director and producer were both like, we just had tears streaming down our eyes listening to it. We've only gotten snippets. but
1: Okay. The reason why I want to ask you this is because I, if this is a conspiracy theory already, awesome. If not, I want to start it right now.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Are you familiar with Richard Bachman? No. Okay. Richard Bachman uh, wrote several uh, short stories and like a couple novels. Okay. Um, never really got published. Okay. His wife was cleaning out the attic and found all these manuscripts for books and she gave it to a publishing company and they said sure, we're going to we're going to do this. Sure. Uh Richard Bachman also doesn't exist. It's the pen name and a made-up character by Stephen King and he released like several books and short stories and everything under it because he wanted to just like see. It was sure. like the stuff they like
0: yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. I get. It.
1: I want there to be somewhere this ghost writer that is Taylor Swift writing music for other people or having it produced under somebody else. That that's what we're going to see next after all these re-releases.
0: I mean, Taylor has played Ghostwriter and played with pen names. She uh, co-wrote This Is What You Came For with Calvin Harris that Rihanna's on.
1: shaking my head. I don't think I've heard it. Uh, Have I heard it?
0: Yeah, it's not old man music, so probably not.
1: Oh. Hello. <laughs> really now? This is what we're going? Well, I mean,
0: Sam, I know you don't listen to old man music exclusively, but. In the podcast, you only talk about old man music.
1: Hey, everyone. If you haven't listened to them yet, listen to (laughs) Wet Leg out of the UK. Uh,
0: They are fabulous. Sam did introduce them. Yep,
1: Uh, Listen to Henriette, uh, At Least I'm Pretty, which I think is the the other side of the coin for All Too Well.
0: (laughs) No, I get it. I'm just giving you a little perspective that Mm. our fans think that you only listen to music like Ben does from, Mm. Mm. you know. 1980s and if you want earlier. some
1: music from the Pacific? I would say listen to Ginger Root. Uh, anyway, anyway, okay, okay,
0: yes, again, I'm just
1: sorry, my my uh, my lumbago's acting up, lumbago, my, I don't ups, know my are <laughs> clenched together,
0: anyway. I don't know what she's who knows, like, how do you go back? Where do you go creatively after you've re recorded most of your catalog? How do you go forward creatively? Like we've talked about this a lot. Where's the burnout? Where is that like, nope, I'm good guys. Mm-hmm. Like Ellen Hildebrandt, the author, just put her 28th Nantucket novel out. She's done after, the, I think she's hitting 30. She's done with Nantucket. Like we're done with these, mm-hmm. it's over guys. Mm-hmm. Good run, a lot of fun. I need to do something else creatively. Where, Where do you land on that? Like, what does Taylor do? I don't know. Anything she wants to. She could never do another thing after this re-recording. She owns all of her own music. She gets the royalties off it. She can license it how she will. She never has to work again. She can live her life. She can go be a soccer mom if she wants to. She can go direct feature films.
1: If if, if this is her winning, getting the rights back slowly but surely, re-recording her things, is she jumping her own shark?
0: I don't think so. I think she's taking control of her narrative.
2: She should be already recording new music that she's not releasing yet. I'm thinking that she's yes, she's re-recording her albums, but I think she's also re uh, excuse me recording new stuff that she's just gonna wait until later to put out.
0: Probably she's in the studio. It's just got to be like a weird like you're revisiting. It's like going back home. You're revisiting all of these things and all of these moments and all of these relationships that got you to where you are. She's doing good. She's moved on. But is there something? And what if this song was about the record label? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm good. I've got myself together. I'm saying yes instead of no. mm
1: -hmm. Well, again, if we're on on some new-ish and a a great, I know I bring up. Comedy for whatever reason all the time. George Carlin every year had his new pay per view special, and it was like, well, what do you do? It's like, well, you go deeper. So you're talking about families and friendships and things, and then the next year you don't do it again. So what do you do? You go deeper. You're talking about like people in your city, in your town, and they you stop doing that the next year. What do you do? You go deeper, and you have to talk about your mind. You go deeper. What's deeper than her cottage core? Like she's writing songs about people that don't really exist. She's writing these narratives, these Nantucket stories that essentially,
0: well. That's well, Alan Hildebrandt, but yeah.
1: yeah, I I know, I'm I'm just I'm equating it like she's she's going to the fictitious, and where do you go after this? Is she going to continue like she had her her, her three person story that we talked about?
0: Betty Inez and James,
1: Mm-hmm. does and Augustine does she continue that? Does she write uh, new characters? Like where does she does she create a new spider web of songs,
0: or has she felt that she's creatively? Come through this era, and she's done the cottage core. We got two albums of it, which is great. Now
1: let's hear the Taylor Swift Sky album that no one's I talking was thinking about.
0: Maybe some rap.
1: <laughs> Yo, I'm Doctor Swift, and I'm here to say I came from the state initial P A. Okay, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh,
0: I don't know. Like, I think the song is really like. I thought it was a very great start to the album. It immediately shocks you into. I'm an adult, like, this is not,
1: this is not your, this is not your old man Taylor.
0: Yeah, this is, this is a, you know, I am here, mm-hmm. I am ready. This is, and she sets a sto- the stage, like, you know, it is what it is, but here we are. Like, did I do something wrong? Probably.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know what? For all these uh, Taylor Swift fans out there, I think it It could have been fun if for you this song was the one.
0: Yeah. I think it's very fun that this song is the one. I like that it's a start off. I like that um she's really got an edge to her that we don't necessarily get to see where she's not just like crying in her latte. She's like, okay,
1: i I'm fine. The, this is the ice cube is melting in the scotch and your uh, your fingers tracing the rim of the glass. It's like it's it's gonna the last sip's coming up.
0: Yeah, like uh, I'm okay. I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm, I've moved on and like living my life. I hope you have too, but I have to resist the urge not to revisit this. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all got that ex. We all have the one that we're like, <sighs> nope, no, not, not gonna ask that question. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we live in a small town, so we don't really get to avoid them often. But
1: <sighs> especially since the vet vet won't take out the tracking chip behind my ear. That's, uh, That's been tough. That's been tough. That's been really tough for me. What? I have the tracking chip.
0: <laughs> I think uh, it's time to roll the dice. No, we're going
1: to do, I forgot that you oh, existed. Yeah. Like, we're doing that.
0: We're doing the fourth one.
1: You let me pivot to this weird place. Yeah, so we pivoted. This is your reward. Oh,
0: look at me. I thought the tequila after this was my reward. Of
1: course it is too.
0: Okay. So next week, next we're going to do. I forgot you existed. Mm-hmm. Off lover, which is the first track. Off lover.
1: We're doing another first track. Oh, we're yeah. doing back to back first tracks. Back to
0: back first tracks. It's not
1: back to back bops from last week to the week before that. But this week I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what. I I am very disappointed that people don't have a stronger uh, affinity to this song. So
0: where would you put this in your
1: In my uh in Lex, my Rolodex? Yeah.
0: Where is this rank in your rankings? Mm. The not so swift ranks.
1: So, New Romantics and Shake It Off are definitely my anytime, all time songs. Like in the car, dancing, everything like mm-hmm. that. This is like, this is the back of the rolodex because it's like the campfire. Like this is a this is my nights. This is my Taylor Swift nights number one.
0: So, New Romantics and Shake It Off is like your sh- your tequila, and this is your Scotch song. This
1: is my Scotch song. Okay. This is this is uh
0: but equally like like
1: oh yeah same same different same tra- tier yeah. This is Baptist versus Catholic. Like, yeah. All right. Top tier. Mm -hmm. Top tier Taylor. This is a top tier Taylor.
0: Yeah. All right. I had no idea walking into this one. I was like, they're going to rip this apart. (laughs) They're going to hate it. Or they could love it. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's Amos, but this is going to.
0: Well, no. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So just a friendly reminder as from the beginning of the episode, we are having a dance. If you've made it this far, we're having a dance party. At Portsmouth feed on July 11th. It's
1: going to be so soon. It's probably like, it's within a week when you hear this.
0: <laughs> um, and if you haven't already, follow us on social media because you'll find out all sorts of things like me and Sam fighting over the balloon arch.
1: Don't pop it if you come. Please just don't pop it. Last time we did all the balloons and they kept popping and people kept. Ah, 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 ah. It yeah, just and it's like, not
0: fun. It's not a fun sound.
1: Just what's popping? Not the balloons <laughs> I'm gonna pop lock and drop it if you don't pop those balloons.
0: So make sure you're following us on social media so you can see Sam pop drop and
1: lock it lock it pop drop it and lock it
0: anyway um, I can't can't I can't get through this without giggling if you keep doing that. okay, well, he's still dancing and I'm not looking at Jason. Um, if you are not already following liked, subscribed to our podcast you might want to do that too we love a review and a rating as always tell us what you think we love to hear it and we'll be back next week with i forgot you existed i'm kate the swifty
1: i'm the pen name of taylor swift not so swift sam